The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is a member of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts and content creators, visit bio.link slash red5. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Discover your geeky haven with Toink.com. We've been delivering you the best products and all things pop culture for more than 20 years. Enjoy a wide selection of officially licensed merch from your favorite fandoms. We carry top brands from Disney, Funko, Marvel, and DC, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and much, much more. We also offer an array of exclusives that you won't find anywhere else. With all these collectible goods, you're definitely going to need a bigger boat. To another episode of Wookie Radio. It is the Smugglers 3, Ken, Derek, and myself, Mike. How are you guys doing? All right, I guess. Much better than last week. <laughs> yeah, last week you had a crazy turnaround. Yeah, I had to I was working like a 13 hour, 14 hour day and had to be back at work at like 5 30 in the morning, and it was terrible. I can imagine. I, I hate days like that. Mm-hmm. It very rarely happens for me, but Check out the homepage, WookieRadio.net. Use code uh, on the right-hand side is our affiliates, and you can use code different codes like WeebyGeeks for 15% or yeah, 15% off your purchase at Bitty Boomers for your Bluetooth speaker needs. Has some great Bluetooth speakers. And if your computer or laptop uses a Bluetooth, just plug the speaker in so it stays constantly charged and sync the Bluetooth to the speaker. It will be more than enough for your computer needs. I do it at work if I'm in a spot where I need extra boost because I'm in a slightly noisier area or I just want that little extra oomph from my laptop or iPad. Uh, also, too, they are back open. Ryan has completed his move to Arizona. Red Flag Workshop. Use code SMUGGLER3 for 25% off your purchase at Red Flag Workshop. They just introduced the Tatooine Eye Patch series of the National Park Patches. Uh, the Eye Patches... Uh, they're eye patches, nicknamed eye patches because they're slightly smaller than the normal patch. It'd be like a patch that would go almost the size to go over your eye, I guess. But I know it's a smaller patch, and I guess in the military they call those eye patches. Okay. Or wherever they he gets the patches from, call them eye patches. But of course, he'd get a set of two, and the newest one is Tatooine. I thought he redid the regular Tatooine regular size. I'm, I totally misread that it was an eye patch. I'm like, what happened to the Concord? It's smaller patch. I'm like, oh, eye patch. Never mind. <laughs> Idiot here. <laughs> um, also, too, use code 
Wookie for 10% off all your saber needs from Rebel Sabers. <clears throat> Eric. Sorry. I almost said thanks. <laughs> um and uh use code WeebyGeeks at Heroes and Villains for ten percent off your purchases there. I'm actually flipping through their site right now and the, the new cargo shorts look really cool. Oh yeah, I gotta check that out. I didn't need to check that out. How how pricey are they? Uh they're heroes and villains prices. So three hundred bucks. No, only eighty five. Okay. It's a hair pricey, but not too bad for a licensed. Mm-hmm. So And they're good quality. I mean all their stuff is quality. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, um, I, gentlemen, uh, Derek passed the news along on the fourth, and I said this show was going to be dedicated. We're going to make a dedication to this episode. Um, we lost on July third. Is that correct, Derek? Yes. Yeah. Uh, part of the Smuggler's Guild. Uh, he was also part of Derek's Falcons Lounge. Uh, Jim Gilbert and. This episode, I've already got the episode title. It's going to be for Jim. Um, loved having him on uh, on the show. Loved being on Smuggler's Lounge with you guys, with him. Um, always brought a different twist and spin to the to the view of, of Star Wars that I never thought about. <laughs> and, yeah, he was good. <laughs> and I, I love that. Yeah, he's, I've been, he's been my friend since high school, so... It was always it was always fun for me to have him on the show, and uh, yeah, he's he's definitely going to be missed. Is there any type of GoFundMe or anything set up to help the family, or has uh, there been? There has not been that I'm aware of. Okay, uh, if it ever does, please let it. Uh, let's get it on the social media links. I will. So I'd love to have. Who, as many smugglers as we can help out a fellow smugglers family. So, but yeah, this episode's for you, Joe. Um, now try and get back into a positive, yeah, up, up lifting. Is that, is that, that was heavy. I, I'll admit what the text came through from you saying, got some bad news or it was something about Jim. And I'm like, all I saw was the preview. Cause I was involved in something else. Yeah. So I saw the preview. I'm like, God, I, I'm hoping this isn't because uh, in the preview it, it, it mentioned Jim's name. I, I saw whatever line it was that had Jim's name in it. Mm. I'm like, I I, I don't want to open this, and I I opened it and it was what I thought. I'm like, no, that's, that's not what I want to hear. Yeah, it definitely was not what I want. But um, as, as we have said to others, he he is now one with the force. Exactly. And I think we started that when my dad passed away. Of anyone who's been close to us, they are now one with the Force. So we will be getting his guide, guidance through through the Force from now on. So uh, speaking of the Force, Star Wars Black Series has been released uh, since, our, since the last time we recorded. It's been two weeks. Uh, some new Target-exclusive Black Series figures that are inspired by the Obi-Wan series. Up first uh and these are going to be available for pre-order on july 14th up first is the star wars black series commando apo figure uh i guess apo took over the 501st after rex went went to went with ahsoka and her group with the branch off group would, would that be when apo would have taken over i don't remember it would make it wouldn't make sense yeah. i mean let me because we, kn- we know in Clone War, you know, with the Clone Wars, 
cartoon, Rex was was the head of the 501st with Anakin. Um, but Apo is the one who accompanied Anakin to the Jedi Temple as part of Order 66. Um, funny thing is, there's no distinguished markings. Well, I guess there are some dis- distinguished markings that make them different from the other 501st troopers. The, the stripe around the wrist and the stripe on the knees. Other than that, the blue shoulders and the, the blue paint on the chest and the helmet Absolutely the same as every other 501st. Cause they had, cause didn't all the other 501st during marching in on the temple had the blue shoulder pads as well? Shoulder caps? Or were they white? I'm not sure. I, I haven't gotten that far. Yeah. Well, Wikipedia has him listed as, um, he's part of many of the battles in the Clone Wars. Right. He actually, uh, served under Pon Krell when they did all the, um, he was temporarily serving under Pong Krell when it, and was there to res, the, um, see him basically just throwing away troopers. Right. I, I think that's the first time we see him in the Clone Wars series because we don't yeah. see him um, prior to. Well, it does say in the final days of the war, Chancellor Palpatine had put in Order 66 into effect, declaring that all Jedi were enemies of the Republic. As a result, Apo uh, serving as the the commander of the force of the 501st active on Coruscant accompanied um, Darth Vader as the 501st participated in the siege of the Jedi temple. So he took over for, he took over for Rex. The 501st that was on, um, or the part of the 501st that was actually on Coruscant. So he took over for Rex when Rex was off with the Soka and her troops. He was also the, um, he was the commander that actually turned away Bail Organa. He encountered Bail yes. Organa during the attack, used the threat of force to keep the Alderanian politician at bay. Um, as a result, Organa tried to leave, um, and Padawan uh, Zet Jukasa ambushed Apo's contingent, and he was struck down, or he struck down the commander in the lower leg and several troopers until the clone sergeant CT uh, 0000 and uh, uh, one zero one zero killed the Padawan. So in that scene of um of the uh, Revenge of the Sith, that was him in charge of that contingent there. That was a deleted scene, isn't it? No, it happens. You say it in the film. Okay, it's been a while since I've seen the movie, but we're gonna have to we're gonna rec- rectify that soon. Yes, we are. I I'm guessing it's probably gonna happen in August. Maybe, Quite possibly. Um, but no, we got we got a little bit of stuff in between. A little bit. Well, we got well, we got Phantom Menace first. Of course, we're teasing a project that Derek's mm-hmm. work, working on. Well, we've got three movies and the, the entire TV series before we get to that. Yes, two movies, entire TV series. Yeah, two movies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, well, but with Oppo, that now adds to the long list of five hundred first figures that have been done Black Series because there's there has been Rex. Uh, I know there's been a few others that came out for the Clone Wars anniversary set. Um, there's been an actual 501st Trooper and, and now Apo. So, I mean, slowly build a clone trooper group out of the 501st. And then if you wanted, you could throw in, uh, whatchamacallit, um, clone, uh, Ahsoka's clone trooper in there as well. That's been done. Where it's got the orange face paint like Ahsoka, which is supposed to be a, a branch of the 501st. Or perhaps with some slight customizations, you could have the entire. Yeah, yeah, you almost could. Uh, I know, I know. There's been a large number of 501st characters from the Clone Wars um, 
in the vintage collection and three and three quarter inch collection over the years as well. Mm. Um, second in this release, also from the Obi-Wan series. And Derek, you mentioned it before show, before Cam came on. I want this figure. I, I think I'm almost there with you. Um, the Black Series, Darth Vader duels end. It's Vader with the cracked helmet. <clears throat> I don't know. It's cool. Almost, if I'm going to buy another Darth Vader, I want more than just he has a cracked helmet. <laughs> There's been so many Darth Vaders. It's like, especially when you look at the vintage collection, Return of the Jedi Vader that's kind of, that's coming out. Yes, out. that one. That one's gorgeous. That yes. one's amazing, and it's a three and three quarter. Yeah, it's yeah, like for, this- for Black Series, you need more than just Darth Vader with lightsaber. Oh, what's different about him? He's got a cracked helmet. Yeah, but this is from. It's not just a cracked helmet. It's from the scene from the show. Yeah. yeah. And when you, and they, you know, with Anakin's face, and when you look at it, the way they had the scarring, it looks like Anakin or Obi Wan may have touched the top of the scalp with the blade slightly. Mm. Well, if not, remember he's all burned up underneath that mask anyway. I know, but yeah. that that one particular scar looks like a blade blade cut. See, I don't since I don't collect a lot of figures these days. This one's I like something. I like ones that are. Like, I have a Darth Vader collection, so this will fit yeah. right in perfectly. See, I already have um, the Darth Vader with the see-through helmet from the um, Return of the Jedi, the Black Series one they did that was the Walgreens exclusive. Yeah. Oh, I never got that one. Yeah, it looks like, it basically looks like he was... Um, it's the one from when he gets he lit like, up by the Emperor. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I would love to get this one as well. But at this point in time, I almost want this one in the three and three-quarter inch. Because I'd rather almost try and go back. It'd be easier for me to try and get the various Vaders in three and three quarter more affordably than to try and get the different uh, well, Black yeah, Series. Well, yeah, three and three quarter now costs about the price of what Black Series started at. Yeah. Yeah. But see, see, for me, I would be just getting this one. Like, I'm not going to go out and collect all of them. Yeah. See, Mike can't have just one. No. <laughs> I could. We're not going to say he has a problem, but Mike, Mike is a collector. Oh, I'm I am a collector. Yes. Like I said, we're not going to tell you you have a problem, kind of because you already know. But <laughs> I, I are, oh, I do. I have a problem. I picked up on Amazon last week the Obi from the Obi Wan series, the vintage collection. It's the Obi Wan Kenobi wandering Jedi <laughs> figure, where he's got the blue tunic and the cape. Yes, I remember you telling me about this. And it comes with two Lolas. And that's why you picked it up. That's why I got it. Ken, you want to take a guess how much I paid for it? Your droids. You you want to take a guess how much I paid for it? Black Series or Vintage? Vintage. I, I don't even know because I don't know what they... I mean, it was it would have started at 17, so probably a little probably more than 17. On Amazon, four ninety nine dollars wow. shipping. That means it's a peg warmer. That's why I got it. <laughs> it was... <laughs> Super cheap. I'm like, I could get two different Lolas. Okay, I need to get it. I need to get to Ollie's in the next week or so and let's see what, if they have it. Oh, I, I kept seeing stuff from Ollie's or people advertising from Ollie's like Tuscan Raiders. I'm like, ooh, go get the Tuscans because my GameStop's got on clearance the uh, the credit version of the six inch uh, Tuscan. Yeah, from the Mandalorian, where it looks like the end, where he's got the coloring from the end credit scenes and it comes with the the the, the credit chip. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, I'll get that. Just you now, let's do a small run, of, you know, small collection of, of Tuscans. And That's where I got my um, armor. Was GameStop on clearance? My 
my Ollie's doesn't have the the Tuscans. It's the archive. It's the archive uh, line of the of the Black Series. And they have yeah, a few other figures, mostly because they don't have any Ollie's. Probably a good thing. <laughs> Sounds like it. Probably a good thing. Um, to continue on, uh, they also, you know, it, we talked about this before. Um, Hasbro recently opened up the pre-orders for the Return of the Jedi 40th Anniversary Vintage Collection figures, uh, which includes the Death Star 2 Darth Vader with the completely removable helmet. Noise. Uh, well, hand. Oh, yeah, it does have the, the hand that comes off, too. Yeah, it comes with two lightsabers, one with the blade, one without the two hands, one with a hand, one with a stump, and then it's got a two-part helmet. Yeah. Like I said, they're going to sell this for 17 but then they're going to sell a, a Darth Vader with just a lightsaber, but he's got a cracked helmet for, like, 30 Yeah. And I might get them both. <laughs> this, is, this is part of the reason this why... The coolest three and three quarters I think I've seen. This is part of the reason why I am slowly going away from Black Series. Yeah, I don't do oh, Black Series. Derek, I believe he's got the soft cape. On the vintage one? Oh, yes. yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. Cool. He comes I, with the soft goods. I am I am slowly going back to the three and three-quarter inch, unless it's just something that really stands out. Like I said, I don't really, because of the prices these days, I don't really collect figures too much anymore. Uh, droids and Wookiees, for sure. Anything Dr. Afra for sure. Um, I'm still wanting to complete my troop set from the Rogue One films. Rogue One film now Andor. So then you get the new short trooper from from Andor. Um, See, I'm more like Derek still. I, if it's something that catches my eye that looks cool, then I'll get it. But right, yeah, I, I've picked it's up. Usually, a, if it looks really cool and it's sitting on clearance at GameStop, yeah, I, <laughs> clearance I, is a definite plus. <laughs> I thought I was going to go down the rabbit hole of Rebel Pilots in Black Series because I have a blue uh, blue leader. See, the one that would be cool if you do the pilots would be um, the Mandalorian directors. Get the four of them because they were all the four pilots. I know they Wolf is already a pilot. Is oh, already yeah. one because he has one. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Rick Miwa has one or the other two. No, the other two have not been done. But the other th- there's three more. There's there was. Um, like I said, there was Dave Filoni, Rick Fumiwa, and then the other two, I forget names off the top of my head. I believe they also had, were pilots. Yeah. But the four of them would be a cool. Uh, Deborah, Deborah Chow. Deborah Chow. And then I, there was a fourth one, though. Yes. I don't remember who. I don't either. Because it's not Filoni. Or not Favreau. But, but Favreau does have a figure, if you count the um, Has, Vizsla. Pre-Vizsla, yeah. Has Vizsla. Has Vizsla, yeah. Well, Pre-Vizsla also, because he was the piece of Pre-Vizsla. Yeah. And with the directors, it was actually just the three. Was it just the three? It was just the three. Okay, so Deborah Chow is the only one they don't have, so probably within the next year we'll get it. Possibly. But I decided, no, I'm not going to go down that route. I, <laughs> I, I've kept that pilot because it ties in with Rogue One. So I'm almost at that stage of I'm just trying to get the Rogue, Rogue One series, the Black series. It's an interesting thing when you think about it these days that um – even with the three of us, that we have all different kinds of collections and stuff because you can't really. There's so much stuff and it's so expensive. You can't really just get everything. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, I had like you know I'd get all the figures. Oh yeah, I got all the you know? I got all the figures, but was also trying to get all the vehicles and playsets, and that never happened. <laughs> but now we have to be a little more um, um, picky about what we get. Uh, also, we are buying. Figures now, that's a big difference. Yeah. <laughs> I will be I will be getting the Doc Ondar figure 
once it shows up in the parks. You may have mentioned that. Ooh, I didn't know they did that. There's a Trapper Wolf helmet out. Oh, yeah. See, I thought about doing the helmets, too. Buying the helmets, because there, there's Luke, which I have a Luke. It's the one from the parks. It's essentially the Black Series helmet. Uh, there's Biggs. There's Wedge. There's Wolf. Uh, there's I thought there was someone else. And then the parks has one that looks like Biggs, except over the Rebel logo. Or there's the Rebel logo on the side earpiece pieces. But then they also add on top of that the Black Spire Outpost logo. I'm like, that's how you're getting away, not calling this Biggs's helmet. <laughs> Even though you look at it and it's, it's Biggs's helmet, except they added the Black Spire Outpost logo to the to the helmet. That's the only reason why I didn't pick it up when I had my 50% last year. Figures, I just now looked at it to see if um, the Trapper Wolf figure, yeah, it sold out on yeah. um, Hasbro Pulse. Yeah. Hasbro Pulse is the only place you can get it right now. It. It took a while for it to be sold out, too. Oh, no. Let's see. eBay has it for, oh, that's not bad. 60 bucks. It's not bad. It was like 40 bucks on Hasbro. Wow. I don't buy much off of Hasbro Pulse, but I did have to splurge, um, and I got the Ewok 2-pack. <laughs> okay. The, ones that are the animated series ones with... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, on, a, on a side note, Ken, did you see their latest HasLab thing? Yeah. And I'm sitting there because I'm still kicking myself for not getting the Sky Striker. Oh, yeah. I, I used to have the um, the original toy of the um, Dragonfly. I did as well. I used yeah. to love it. But the, dra- but the Dragonfly, unlike the Sky Striker, which is for the three and three quarter inch, this is for the I six. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like G.I. Joe, though. That, yeah, that's the other part is I have nowhere to put it. I know exactly. Me. Either. That's why I didn't jump in on the um, Razor Crest. I didn't jump in on the Sky Striker. One, the price, and two, where in the world am I going to put this thing? I know exactly. Well, My house is not big enough for this. Speaking, oh, man, speaking of Haslab, uh, Hasbro's been teasing the new Haslab, and everyone's suspecting it's going to be the Ghost in three and three quarter Ooh. inch. That would Ooh. be interesting. Well, actually, that that would make sense because I I'm predicting now in Ahsoka we're going to see the Ghost. Oh yeah. Yeah, I oh, actually showed it in the commercials. Yeah, I'm looking. At, I I brought up something else, and I brought up the um the trailers for Ahsoka, and you can see the ghost clearly in it. Oh yeah, the ghost is in it. Yeah. Um, we were talking before show. Two of the three of us have gotten our preview books from Inside Editions for the new Chronicles, the High Republic book. Sure, rub it in. Yours is coming. <laughs> I promise you. Those up tomorrow, the day after we record. Um, how much did you look through it, Ken? I flipped through it. I didn't. I've not had time. I was obviously I was here late to um, record tonight because I had to go out to dinner with family and stuff. So I had enough to open it up and flip through it and realize, oh, this is one of the deluxe ones. It's got all the extra stuff in it. Yeah, um, I was looking through it. One, I like the the map of what's the known universe at the time of the the High Republic era. Where's that one at in here? I've not even found that in here yet. Uh, it's near the front. It's a fold-out page. Ah. But there's also a page that shows um, the, the Jedi Frontier travelers, and one of the ships looks like the ghost. Hmm. So I'm now curious to know the, how old the ghost is, how Hera came about getting it, and does it go back to the era of the High Republic? Okay. I, just flipping now as you're talking, I see I get to this page with the two paintings on it. One with Buriaga, one with um, Yes. Elzar Man. I want those two actually as paintings to put on the wall. Yeah. Those are beautiful. Uh there's also some great artwork of the different 
uh, lightsabers of various Jedi's from from the series. You mean where we could actually get um, inspiration for designing lightsabers? Somebody might find some inspiration from it once he gets his book. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, also too from the vintage collection, the 40th anniversary Han Solo indoor. Yeah, it's okay. Or no, it was not. Yeah, indoor, but not the not the trench jacket. Yeah, eh, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. They bring it back up. My my page refreshed into something else. Uh, there we go. Yeah, but you look at it, and once again, it's just like some of the other ones. It, it's it's Han Solo. There's not anything that makes this jump out other than it says it's on a um it's on a Return of the Jedi card. Right. Yeah, it's the exact same one from it is unless it's a new mold because of the torso. It's essentially the same one from the tail end of Empire Strikes Back from yeah Claw City. Uh, also, too, I mean, you get a blaster and that's it. Yeah. Um, Any more? It's like how many accessories do I get for the price? Right. Uh, also, too, from the vintage collection, Weekway. Now, if you got the Jabba's sail barge, you may want to get this guy. <sighs> yes, and there is a another set of a, additional sail barge. And skiff barge figures coming. It's like a four pack that's coming. And at this point in time, almost all the characters from the cell barge and the skiffs have been, have been produced. They have a skiff, uh, right? Yes, they have a skiff. And, and most people have been buying two because the skiffs were exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for the 40th anniversary, the black series, Rebel Commander. Uh, Commando. they say commander, but yeah, Commando. Ah. Well, it's weird because this one figure is two characters. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's a swappable, swappable face. And the face is supposedly the character that now everyone refers to as Captain Rex. Yeah, this is the one that everybody um, assumes is possibly Captain Rex. They've never said so, but. No, mm-hmm. Filoni has said so. He did? Filoni came out and said that was Captain Rex, even though he had a, the character had a different name in the credits or previously. He's been retconned into Captain I've never seen that as a being official. I don't know why, but <laughs> seeing that with the package with the face that reminds me of Zartan. From- <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, again, Google Filoni Return of the Jedi Captain Rex. It should pop up the story. Don't do it, Ken. It's a trap. Mm-hmm. It's a trap. Famous last words. Google this. <laughs> uh, well, Slash Film has it. Screen Rant has it. I don't trust either one of them. <laughs> <laughs> They print a lot of um, clickbait. Two of them print a lot of clickbait, and um, here we go. Den of Geek. Den of Geek usually is pretty secure on making sure they check all their stuff. Yep. Keep going. I'll re- I'll skim through this and see if I can get the actual quote out of this. Um, next next story I got. Uh, the Mandalorian star believes their character could return despite apparent death. <laughs> and I think this is no surprise because I think we've talked about. We talked about this when we did the recap. Um, I believe so. Yes. Giancarlo Esposito feels that uh, Gideon could possibly return. Um, and the fan theory has been raging that he's not Gideon's not really dead at all. That's what we kind of all assume. <laughs> yep. That it's uh, what people are thinking. Now, I don't buy into this one. There's a lot of people who think Gideon in that Mandalorian dark trooper armor was just a sacrificial clone pawn okay okay never mind i misread that wrong gideon's armor was i don't see where i don't see how it was dark trooper armor Mm, yeah i don't either but 
in his Mandalorian, his dark Mandalorian armor. Could that yeah. have been a, a clone? Quite possibly. Why? No mustache. <laughs> hmm. Um, on this article, it says this was a 2017 from Celebration. Real quick, uh, going back for half a second. And um, Filoni never said directly out, but he was teasing during a panel that it could be Rex. Exactly. So hang on. Let me see if I can find another one that actually is him specifically saying that it is. Um, I mean, could we see Gideon returning? Anything's possible, especially since, you know, we know with Gideon, there's cloning. Yeah, I just kind of assumed already that he that we we'd be seeing him again. Well, yeah, I mean, Gideon is he, he's there with the cloning sort of like it, it makes me wonder if Gideon because I mean, his group was part of the IS was it ISS group like uh, I mean, ISP, ISP Security Bureau. Yes, ISP. Um, like Gideon or like uh, Krennic, whatnot. So I'm I'm curious because we see the cloning. If Gideon was involved with cloning, you know, and taking over the cloning, hence Pershing, knowing so much about it, and if he was possibly involved in the Emperor's cloning and went, Oh, I want to clone myself. Quite possibly he might have somehow been involved. Because I I wanna say I remember back in the day before the Disney purchase or the start of the Disney era of Star Wars, I'll just leave it as that, that um, the reason why the clones were were no longer used after the Clone Wars is because the different governors and moths wanted their own troops and would use and would have either one or two people of their own that they they felt were the best representation for the troops that they wanted and would have those people cloned to build their own troops, their own ranks. Mm. So in many ways, it's almost the same thing with, with Gideon. And, and and who's to say that the um, the super commandos behind Gideon in the white aren't Gideon himself as well? He does seem like he's got enough oh, of an yeah. ego that he would actually clone himself to make himself into all the troopers too. Totally, yeah. Quite I possibly. Totally see that. And of course, you know, now we have the earliest uh, point of the timeline of the Praetorian Guards. Well, yeah, the earliest we've seen. You're, yeah, right. we we now know they they exist around um, seven years after the fall of Death Star Two. So are they actually? So I would love to know more about that. Are they former Imperial Royal Guards that have that were more elite, uh, like we had with? Uh, Crimson Empire, or are they something different? Yeah, that's a good question, and there's definitely uh, potential for some story there, perhaps in the comics or something. Oh yeah. So, um, Skeleton Crew, uh, the creator previews an all ages uh, Amblin adventure. Amblin style, basically. I think he's talking about an Amblin style adventure, like a Goonies or an um, Eat. Never mind. Yeah. Amblin films. It's basically the Spielberg's 80s stuff. Oh, uh, apparently. It says right here uh, on the bottom of that, the um, similar, or um, Amblin Films was the um, crew behind such seminal films as E.T., Gremlins, Back to the Future, Jurassic Park. Right. They're saying that this series is described as Goonies in Space, which we've been saying that too. Yeah. They've said that since they first announced this show. Yeah. Yeah. I I hope... I hope it's not truly Goonies in space, but yeah, I, well, if they can catch the adventure and the fun and excitement of like a Goonies or any of those other films, then they got something here. 
I think that's what they're they're referring to when they say that. I mean, if, if this is a if this is a mix of Goonies meets Indiana Jones in space, I think I'd be okay with that. I don't even need it to be like, similar to those in story or anything. Just the feel of it is what I would hope. Yeah, for. That, that, that's what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Let's have that feel. You know, Skeleton Crew would not be a bad place to kind of have Doctor Afra up here. <laughs> Maybe, but we've not seen Doctor Afra this far into the timeline yet. No, so it makes you wonder who's preventing Doctor Afra from appearing this far into the timeline. Is that Marvel? Is she alive at this time in the timeline? Is what we got. To, what we need to know. That and who? Who at this point decides that? Filoni. Darth Vader. Darth Vader has to decide when he wants to kill her. Yep. Would it? Would this be Filoni <laughs> making that call, or is it uh, CB Sabolsky at Marvel making that call? The call is being made by whoever comes up with a story that allows her to keep going. Right now, she she's. She's living through Empire Strikes Back on her way into Return of the Jedi. Because that's where, that's where the comic timeline is at at this point, is we're leading up to Return of the Jedi. So if she survives the events of Return of the Jedi, we would see her show up in whatever stories that appear after Return of the Jedi. If she shows up there, then there's a chance she could be alive during Skeleton Crew. If she shows up in Skeleton Crew, we know she survives through the comics to that timeline. See, they may not allow her to do Skeleton Crew or something because... They don't want everybody to um, assume, oh, well, that takes all the danger out of where she's doing the comics. But I don't, th- oh, I don't think it would. I don't think it would, though, because there's still adventures there to be to be discovered. They could have just decided when they created her that she was going to be comics only. That, that's true, too. That always that doesn't always stay that way, though, because they've had plenty of other characters that were designed just for the comics that have ended up elsewhere. True. Or Santon. Well, we got... Um, What's his name in the um, Clone Wars era? Um, Quinn the Voss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which now they're saying was he was potentially on Tatooine when in Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't buy that one or Qui-Gon one of Sinstam when you walk by. Yeah. So um, speaking of Marvel, Star Wars writer reveals Disney's parameters for Darth Vader in Marvel Comics. Mm-hmm. So, uh, who is this we're talking about? Um, for writer Mark Bernardine, Bernardine or Bernardin, uh, who made his comics debut in Darth Vader, Black, Red, and Black, White, and Red, number three. Um, Marvel, Disney's Lucasfilm and Marvel Comics has specific parameters about just how powerful, uh, the Sith Lord could be portrayed. Uh, when he was a guest on Batman Beyond, he said it was odd. The things they have, the things that they did have parameters about, Darth Vader isn't that powerful. Darth Vader quite, can't quite do that. Darth Vader's use of the force manifests its way, but not that way, hmm. et cetera. <laughs> like, no, really? No, wait, whoa. <laughs> he's, he's allowed to be portrayed one way in books and in non-visual media, you know, big screen, small screen. But we have to tone them down in the comics. I think it could be that comics very easily could way overpower him. Yeah. Without even trying. Because yeah. you, you got to remember, comic books are only limited by the, what the, an artist can draw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On screen, um, on screen live action, you uh, have a lot more limitations on what you can actually show. Right. So they probably want to limit what can actually um, what they can do with Darth Vader because they don't want him to be so overpowered that 
uh, you don't ever want to see them again, or you're disappointed when you see movies and TV. Right. You know, it's Darth Vader. It's it's one of those. You know. You know. We talked about this with Rogue One. If you know, we kept hearing Rogue One, no lightsabers, no lightsabers. Then all of a sudden, here's Vader, lightsaber lights up. And you got that initial. You know, for me, it was that initial reaction. Great lightsaber. Mm-hmm. There's supposed to be no lightsabers in this movie. And then the scene plays out and I'm like, I'll accept that lightsaber. <laughs> See, I did not have that reaction at all. My only reaction was, oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> for, for a split second, I was like, man, lightsaber. Okay, never mind. This is going to be good. You know, I'm thinking, uh, no, this is acceptable. Yeah, because it wasn't a lightsaber duel. No. It was a slaughter. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, and it was not. A Jedi lightsaber. It's a Sith lightsaber. So I, I was okay with that. My favorite part of all that is still when he throws the guy up in the, to the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. Of it. Um, and then from StarWars.com, beat the Tatooine heat. I don't know how the heat's been for you guys. It's, it's been it's been crazy down here. Last couple days it's been starting to get warmer. We actually got up into the um, got up into the lower 90s today, which is a little early in the season for that, but it still was really, really warm. We've had, it's been hot, muggy, and it's been, this is the first sunny day we've had in like two weeks. We've been getting like 96, 98 with heat index in 108 to 112 down here. Yeah, but it's, just, it's Florida. You got, you're used to it by now. Uh, it's a little early for it, for that high of a heat index here. Do you ever really get used to it? <laughs> no. I I was accustomed to it because it it's still cooler than Louisiana. <laughs> so, um, but beat the Tatooine heat was StarWars.com's summer viewing guide. Ooh. Ooh, this is their recommendations of how you could beat the heat. Yeah, by watching stuff that's in hot hot area, <laughs> such All as in your air conditioned living room. <laughs> Star Wars: A New Hope. Sure, a little desert for you. Half the movie takes place on a desert. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. the other, then the other half takes place on an air conditioned Death Star. Well, we don't know for sure it was air conditioned. Not air conditioned, climate controlled. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go to some muggy forest planet of Yavin, of a moon of Yavin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Wars: New Hope is available on Disney Plus. It sure is. Uh, also up next, Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation. I finally watched this. That was like, fun. Yeah. Oh, I never watched that. Uh, it does take place with the Halcyon, aboard the Halcyon, which was great, too, because it, it, that's like the only marketing outside of Disney for the Halcyon that, that happened. Mm. Um, which, oh, in the High Republic book, there is a piece of art. I want it. And it's the, Alci- the Halcyon leading a group of ships in towing Starlight Beacon. I want that. I want that print. Uh, Lego Summer Vacation, Star Wars Summer Vacation is also available on Disney Plus. Uh, hey, it's Star Wars. It's all on Disney Plus. <laughs> also on Disney Plus, Star Wars The Clone Wars, Siege of Mandalore, The Ark, um, uh, Season no, why did they say this is, Hang on. Season 7, Episodes 9 through 12. Oh, yeah. Ah. That was a great arc. Yeah, that is basically the one that closed out the finale, the actual finale of the Clone Wars. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, up next, Solo, a Star Wars story. We still, I think all three of us firmly stand behind this movie was nowhere near as bad as people think it is. No, it was a good movie. It was a great movie. Even the fans right. are recognizing it. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. He was going back now and, re- and realizing it was actually a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. It definitely got the John Carter treatment. It was not yeah. promoted well. Yeah. Uh, well, like I said, I think they fully pre- intended to promote it a lot more than it was. It just, uh, they were still trying to fix the reaction to um, Last, Last Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. They were trying to fix what was going on with that, and they ran out of time to get this going. Um, Star Wars Resistance, The New World, Season 2, Episode 15. I remember it was fun to watch Resistance. I just It just didn't stick with me enough. That it was definitely made for kids. Yeah. But it didn't, it's weird because it didn't start off feeling like it was supposed to be for young kids only. Um, up next, which I, I'm slowly watching these. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually liking these better than I thought I would. Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures, The Jellyfruit Pursuit, and Creature Safari, Season 1, Episode 5. This would be a show on Disney Junior. It's kind of, this is almost like a Star Wars version of uh, Doc McStuffins. (laughs) Yeah, this is a preschooler show, but like I said, in general, it's still fun. And it's, uh, this actually is, like I said, better than I expected it to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, my the bar was set pretty low for what I was expecting, but it's more, it's still a fun watch. If Zoe was at the right age for this, I guarantee you she would be watching this every day before we go to school. I, I don't think she's I, I think she's watched bits and pieces of it now. Uh, I've been going through and watching a couple episodes here and there. I have not gotten to this episode yet. I think I'm up to like episode four, but I watched all the shorts. All the teaser shorts, and I, I mean, I've enjoyed most of them. I, I don't think there's been one that I really have been. Eh, I'm going to turn away now. I, I've enjoyed them all. So, um, we just celebrated Fourth of July. Well, season one, episode eight of Star Wars Rebels: Empire Day. Not quite the same. But that was a great. That was a great episode. The Athorian with the translator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want more Athorian figures. <laughs> I just want more Athorian figures. Um, we talked about this earlier. Rogue One, Star Wars story. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I definitely. Let's celebrate and go to the beach on Scarif while it lasts. <laughs> or or yeah, go to that re- a deep tan there. Or go to that remote desert resort on Jeddah. Um, and then coming August twenty third, right before my birthday. Ahsoka. And if you haven't gone out and seen it already, and we're going to be talking about it this week on BB Geeks, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Yeah, we're going on Sunday. I'm going to add to that to this list, Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Oh, yeah. Now that it's back on streaming again. Mm-hmm. Yes. I started watching it, too. That was a fun series. I started watching it as well. So, um, we still Got a little bit of time. Any any stories that I've missed we want to talk about, or any topics we want to talk about? I have not seen any. I was slipping through and I didn't see any. I saw something about uh, the fate of Boyega or Bariaga. Um, I guess uh, on the High Republic show, uh, host Christina Ariel revealed that Burry's story continues in the new anthology Tales of Light and Life, uh, which will be first to market at San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, that's right. Apparently, Burry lives. Cool. And the Disney Lucasfilm press booth within Lucasfilm Pavilion will even be handing out buttons to celebrate the occasion at San Diego Comic-Con. 
I almost want one now. Um, then this November, Marvel will launch the Star Wars High Republic flagship comic with new stories written by Kevin Scott, art by Ario Anadito and Mark Morales. Uh, the series unites fans with the Jedi Knight Keeve Trennis, who will find to be older and a bit wiser a year after the events of, the, of Starlight's Fall. To see the cover and even more reveals, keep your eyes on StarWars.com for San Diego Comic-Con news later this month. Uh, the Lucasfilm pa- publishing panel will be on Friday, July 21st. Uh, and then uh, there's a new book. Um, we have the cover of the book, The Eye of Darkness, the first book to be released in Phase 3 of the High Republic. Uh, the cover shows Marshan Rowe, leader of the Nihil, rolling with an iron fist and loading great storms lightsaber. Okay, so uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Trying to see if there's anything else. I need to go back and get the trades or something for the um, High Republic comics. I, re- I had the first, uh, the phase one comics that I've gotten out of it since then. There's no way I'm going back and buying all the issues. <laughs> I, I've got, and I've already got, I've got DC unlimited or DC infinite. So I'm not getting Marvel unlimited also. Uh, I would, I just resubscribed when they were doing um, a deal for five bucks a month, Marvel Unlimited, for the first year. Yeah. So I'll let it go, and then I'll pick it up again when they run the new deal. Um, Try to see if there may be you another. Get a hold of them. You you know some people who do a Star Wars or a Marvel podcast. You need to get a hold of Marvel. Yeah. Try to see if there's another quiz we could do. We talked about how long. StarWars.com really hasn't put much of anything up. I mean, the last I news know. story up was June 23rd. I know. <laughs> Maybe they're on vacation. Trying to see if, uh, check our friends over at the Pop Insider, which it's been a while. I'll we'll have to get them back on for, uh, for stuff for the holidays again, probably in September, October. I have to reach out to Allie. Um, we talked about the lounge fly stuff, uh, uh, two weeks ago, didn't we? I think so. Yeah. I'm really not seeing any Gen Con. Yeah, it's not been a whole lot available. Oh, speaking of Gen Con, I did see that story. And I think we may be doing a, a disservice to iRebel if we didn't bring it up. Uh, where did it go? Just saw it. Star Wars Unlimited releases quick start rules and reveals new cards. Uh, Fantasy Flight Games released the quick, Lost released the quick start rules for Star Wars Unlimited. New trading card game coming out next year. The rule set details everything from deck building rules to victory conditions to how exactly to deploy cards and attack. While some of the rules were either fully revealed or strongly hinted at, the quick start rules provide the deepest look yet for the first new Star Wars trading card game published since 2020. Uh, Fantasy Flight Games also revealed three new cards over the past several weeks. The Cloud City Wingard and the Viper Probe Droid unit cards and the I'm Your Father action card. <laughs> so, um, I would say definitely for sure. You want more information on this? Go check out on the Weeby Geeks Podcast Collective. I rebel Star Wars Unlimited Podcast. So, Plug in another show on the network. Um, other than that, I don't have anything else, really. Yeah, I'm flipping through. There's not a lot of news articles. It's been a slow um, month almost. Yeah, it's almost like there's a build for for Comic-Con, even though there's not going to be any releases at Comic-Con. Metro has unlimited 5G for just $25. So, uh, final thoughts, guys? Because I can't stretch this out anymore. <laughs> I can't wait to get into these new books. I mean, we got three new books we have to read to review because we did get our review copies of the new inquisitor book also yes which, so as soon as we're allowed we'll have to talk about that one and we may be getting uh getting her on the show yes 
So um still working on that. I got to follow up, find out what's happening. Um trying to think what else. Uh, but we also got Star Wars Every Day. We just got that book as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, some great stuff there. Um, and uh, I'm going to thank in advance uh, our friends at Inside Editions for uh, for allowing us to be on that on that special list. We're going to try our best to cover as many of these books on the show as we can. Yeah. So um, back to final thoughts, Joan. That was mine. <laughs> Derek. Mm, Derek? That's all I got. I got nothing. Then, Gentlemen, sounds like there's only one thing left to be said. Give the evacuation code signal. All right, cut the chatter. Jet, I can hold it. Pull up! No, I'm all right. I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> my